Hello, this is Jake Watkins. I'm the Young Adults Pastor at Cross City Christian Church, and welcome to our podcast. I hope this talk inspires you and encourages you into anchoring the love and power of Jesus into your daily life. Enjoy the message. It was crazy. Last week, right, we talked about this idea of giving and that a lot of us have more time to give than we actually think. And if you're here, I had you pull out your phones and go to your screen time. You remember that? And look up your daily average. And my daily average was like four hours and like something minutes. And I can't remember the high in this room was like seven or eight. Something like eight, something like that. Listen Two days later, I went to Emmanuel uh, High School. I gave that same sermon, and when I asked them to pull out their phones and look at the screen time, first of all, terrible decision, okay, because high schoolers cannot control themselves. But I had them check their averages. Some kid, not even kidding, 13 hours, 13 hour average. Another kid, his average for like, it was like a few months ago, his average was 16 hours. I'm like, what? Dude, I was like, there's no way. I was like, you're just like putting YouTube on and leaving your phone on while you're sleeping. There's no way your eyeballs are just glued to your screen for that. I'm like, where are your parents? Do you have parents? Anyway, just absolutely wild, absolutely wild. But what did we talk about? We talked about uh, that, that we're not guaranteed tomorrow, so how are we using our time today, right? You can't buy more time. You can't trade for more of it. You wake up and that's the time you have. 1,440 minutes a day. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. All you know is what you have today. And in a day, there's 1,440 minutes. So how are you spending them? How are you using that time? And the reality is there's always something competing for our attention and ultimately our time, right? Like we have jobs that demand a certain amount of our time. We've got school that demands a certain amount of time, not just in the classroom, but on homework and essays. And for many of you, finals. How many of you got a final coming up? How many of you are finished? How many of you are done? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The bummer part, there's something else probably taking up your time, right? Who's got a, like a needy boyfriend or girlfriend? They're taking up your time. All right, if you're sitting next to them, you might put, put your hand down. Put your hand I don't want you to get in trouble. All right, I don't want you to get Look, you, our families demand a certain amount of time. Dude, we got chores, things that we just like had to do. You know, we got to feed the dog. We got to mow the lawn. We got to take out the trash. We got to do laundry. And then fold and put away the laundry? Yeah, I know, come on. I know you've got a pile of it sitting at the end of your bed. And you've just been picking through it for days, all right? I know you. I know you. Put it away. Fold it and put it away. Babe, I promise I'll do that when I get home, okay? Uh, on top of all of our regular life stuff, the crazy thing about Christmas is it just seems to add more on top of it. It's like everything but a thousand times worse, right? Now you got family events to go to. You gotta go to this Christmas party and you gotta go to this place. Some of you come from uh, the household where you got step parents. Now you gotta go to multiple places on Christmas and you gotta plan things out. You're busy, people are coming over so you gotta keep the house clean all the time. Your mom's always getting on you about cleaning the bathroom or picking up your room. Maybe you, maybe you live on your own in your own apartment and you got roommates you gotta keep 
keep track of. You, there's like, everything gets like a thousand times worse in Christmas, it feels like. And for any of you who work at, uh, in retail, you work a retail job, this is the worst time of year to work retail. Anybody work retail? Oh, wow. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> I worked retail. I worked at Ulta Beauty. That was my first job. Yes, I did. Ulta Beauty. Yes, you heard that right. The makeup store. All right. I started in the back and they're like, your face is too pretty. We're putting you up front. And I became a cashier and I was, uh, and then I became like an assistant manager and they were like, you have a career here. And I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. And I left and I became a pastor. But it was crazy during that time at Ulta Beauty. All right. Christmas time was the worst. I always had these Karens coming up to me and yelling about how their coupon doesn't work. And I'm just looking out the window into oncoming traffic thinking when my break comes, I'm booking it because I can't take it anymore. I just can't. But I mean, it's just, we're so busy all the time. And as things pile up, it comes, becomes really hard to enjoy the Christmas season, right? Here's what I know from what I read in scripture. It's this busyness blocks the blessing. Busyness blocks the blessing. In our lives, we get busy. There's so many things demanding our time. And in the holiday season, Christmas rolls around. It should be a time of enjoyment. But what we see is busyness takes over and busyness blocks the blessing. Now, I don't know if any of you talked about your favorite Christmas movie. But my favorite Christmas movie is a movie called Jingle All the Way. A classic. I think some of the best work by my man, the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come on. It's just, it it is literally his best acting. It is so good. If any of you haven't seen the movie, he plays a dad who is just extremely busy. The whole movie is him. He's, the company is having a party, having a Christmas party, and he's up in his office, and he's working. He's selling mattresses. He misses his, son karate class, his son's karate class, right? And it's not the first time. He's missed a bunch of karate classes. He's missed all these sorts of things. He's just been so busy. And then Christmas Eve rolls around, and he realizes he hasn't picked up his son's Christmas gift, Turbo Man. So he spends all day Christmas Eve hunting down a Turbo Man doll. At the end of the movie, I'm going to give it away if you haven't seen it. At the end of the movie, he gets this turbo man for his son, and his son gives it away, and he says, I don't need that. I've got you, Dad. He said, I got the real turbo man at home. All that time he spent in his busyness, he missed that all his son wanted was a little bit of his time. For Howard... His busyness was blocking the blessing of spending time with his family. Okay, Jake, that's an Arnold movie. Great. That's awesome. What does that have to do with the Bible? I'll show you. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 41. It's going to be on the screens if you want to read it with me. It says this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary. So Martha and Mary. Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only 
one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from, from her. For Martha, this is what we read. Martha chose busyness. Mary chose better. Martha chose busyness. Mary chose better. Is your life, is your schedule keeping you from better? Here's what I know. Here's what I know to be true biblically, what we just read. No matter how busy we are or how filled our schedules are, it's our choice. I mean, you, 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 you can blame your busy schedule on everyone else, everything else. It's your work. It's your family. It's your friends. But it's your yes. It's your Yes. A yes to one thing is a no to something else. A yes to 10 hours on your phone is a no to the blessing of being able to serve with one of those hours. A A yes to all that overtime at work is a no to spending time with family. And here's where it gets us bad during the Christmas season. A yes to busyness is a no to rest. Christmas is a season for rest. Christmas is a season for rest. Look, it's not wrong to be busy. It's not wrong to be busy. We are busy. Life gets busy. It's not wrong to, to, to be busy. But when you're too busy, it blocks the blessing of rest. I don't know if you know this, but resting is as important as working. I mean, that's why in Genesis, it says God created. He created and 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 then what did he do? He rested. I mean, that's why he told the Israelites to have a day for rest every week. It was called the Sabbath. Why is that important? Why is it important to rest? When you rest, you recuperate. When you rest, you rejuvenate, right? When you rest, you replenish. As we approach the new year, this is what we see. We know gyms. Uh, start to get really busy, right? People want to get healthier, get their lives on track. And so gyms just get super packed with people wanting to get healthier. And this is what we see. We see people start to overwork their muscles. They start to go overboard. I mean, they're going every day, every day, every day, every day in a pursuit of being healthier. They're just keep going, keep going. And what we see is a thing called overtraining. And any uh, uh, physical... Um, trainer, any physical trainer worth their salt, thank you, it was like a game of charades with Caleb, you win. Any physical trainer worth their salt will, will tell you that overtraining is bad. That when you overtrain your muscles, your, your ligaments start to, to get really weak, you can cause tears, you can cause uh, uh, stress fractures in, in your, your bones. Overtraining is bad. Any physical trainer, good physical trainer, will tell you that just as important as it is to work out your muscles, it is as important to rest them. You and I are hardwired for the correct amount of work and rest. You and I are created to have a thing called balance. And I think too many people are running around and they're just running themselves in the ground, never catching a break, never having some time to breathe, especially during this season. And so I want to ask you, do you have space in your Christmas season to concentrate on resting? 
Let me rephrase that. I want you to know that it is okay to make space in your schedule to rest. It is okay for you to make space in your schedule to rest. But how many of you know that resting doesn't always mean sitting around and doing nothing, right? Like, that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about rest. Here's what we do know. Real rest comes through refocus. Real rest comes through refocus. A refocus on Jesus. Back to verse 41 here. It says, Martha, Martha, Jesus answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Look, Jesus didn't tell her, look, drop everything you're doing and go take a nap. That's not what he said. He didn't say, hey, you just, just stop, stop it all. Just go take a nap. He, that's not what he said. He said, look, you've got a lot going on. You're worried about a lot of things, but there is only one thing needed. And what was that one thing? It's what Mary was doing. Resting at the feet of Jesus. And I have no doubt in my mind that Martha, she didn't scoff at Jesus and go, ah, I can't believe you just said that. And then go back to doing her thing. I, 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 I have no doubt that, that Martha d- didn't see Jesus as just encouraging Mary's laziness. I have no doubt that, that Martha dropped what she was doing in that moment, realizing the importance of the moment, realizing that she had Jesus in her home, and she sat down right next to Mary at the feet of Jesus. That's what I believe happened. She realized that what she had to do had some importance, But spending time with Jesus was more important. And it's in Jesus that we find rest. Matthew chapter 11, 22 through 30. I like the way the message translation puts this. And this is what Jesus says. He says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real what? Rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Rest is a promise that Jesus makes and it's a promise that he keeps. Rest is a promise that Jesus makes, and it's a promise that he keeps. When you walk with Jesus, you walk into real rest, right? They all say, Jesus is the reason for the season. And if that's the case, then this is a season for rest. And look, it's not just for a season. It's actually beyond this season. When we learn to refocus and rest in Jesus, we establish a new rhythm in life, he says. He says that we discover a new way to live that is balanced. It's a way to live that's free and light. But what we have to do first is we have to break free of the snare of busyness and take hold of and refocus on the blessing of Jesus. And you know what? we have to be okay with the fact that that might upset some people. (laughs) 
We have to be okay with the fact that some people might be upset that you are taking the time to focus on Jesus and rest. Why? Because saying no to something, to say yes to Jesus, it may ruffle some feathers. Look at Mary. Her yes to Jesus meant a no to Martha. And Martha, her sister, was not happy about it. And during this season and beyond, your yes to Jesus may mean a no to someone else or to something else, and you have to be okay with the fact that it may upset someone, but it's okay because you're making time for the one, the one who brings rest. Look, it's my prayer for us in this room that we would continually make room in our lives to find real rest in Jesus, even in life's busiest seasons like now. I think some of the hardest parts for us is we feel like we have all these expectations placed on our shoulders. We have to be the best student that we can be. We got to be the best employee that we can be. We, we have to be the best sibling that we can be. We have to be the best son or daughter that we can be. And during this time, during Christmas, it feels like people demand even more from us. And we, we just feel like we got to say yes to everything. Okay, yes, I got to do that because that's going to make them happy. And then I got to say yes to this because it's going to make this person happy. And I got to say yes to this. You know what? All those yeses, you start to say no to Jesus a little bit. Busyness will block the blessing, and it's okay to say no so that you can say yes to a little rest in Jesus. Amen? Let's pray. God, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for the fact that we can be in this place, Lord. And God, I pray that right now we can just take a deep breath and that we can rest in you. God, that even in the small moments, we would find rest in you. God, that even in the brief moments, we would find rest in you. God, I pray that during this season and beyond, we could just focus on who you are, who you're calling us to be, and that we would take hold of your promise of rest. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into AnchorCast. I pray that you take this word and that Jesus transforms your life in ways you never thought possible. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. And of course, follow us on social media at Anchor Nights to stay up to date with all of our events, meetings, and uploads. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you.